Of Double Thought Dimension. I'm your host, Eric. Today we're joined by me, Tony. How's it going, guys? Today we're going to be talking about Anthony Quinn Warner. My guess is that you have no clue who that is, and um, there's probably a reason for it. There's probably a reason why you don't know who he is because it's just another thing that happened that no one. Uh, it never got explained, not really any motive was really ever assessed, and it just uh, blew away in the wind, never to be talked about again. But it was a strange event, and I, I felt that we should talk about it at least uh, once to remember what happened so it just doesn't go down the memory hole, never to be seen again. Well, for, before we do that, I would like to thank our producers, um, our main producers that we like to thank are the sustaining producers. Those, Chelsea and Izzy. Chelsea and Izzy are sustainers and they, um, they've they been sustaining for uh, quite some time now. I think almost a year or so around there. Uh, so we really would like to thank them uh, first and foremost. Uh, secondly, we would like to thank my Aunt Stace. She is uh, the other executive producer of this episode she donated um, to the PayPal with twenty dollars and fifty three cents so we'd like to thank Aunt Stace for producing this episode um, there's definitely lots of ways to spend your money these days and giving some of it to us is probably not super high on anyone's priority list uh, so any when anyone does it we definitely would like to thank them heavily. Yes, we very much appreciate it. Um, also like to thank just the Behind the Schemes coalition, I guess you could say. Um, the hosts and the chat uh, component uh, every Monday. Um, there was always donations going back and forth and uh, emails and positive uh, back and forth information. So I'd like to thank them. And anyone else out there listening, I noticed that there's been some listeners somewhere in Canada, uh, Finland, um, Australia. Gazai, might. Um, no? Yeah? Is that pretty close? You guys let me know. How's my, how's my accent? Um, there's been some others, too, uh, around the world. At least according to the thing, I, I don't know if it's true or accurate or what, but if you are an international listener, um, thanks for listening, and thanks for listening to a tell your friends an all English podcast. Being that you're most likely speaking a different language, so thank you for listening and getting our extremely unique perspective on the world coming from our very isolated uh, world that we live in. Um, we're kind of cut off from a lot of the nonsense of the regular world at least that's what it's the way it seems to us because uh, as far as I can tell it's just like any other winter around here pretty much um, the only thing that's changed is the mood the mood is low low energy low everything lately with everyone right and that's really the only difference that I can tell in this region 
Uh, at least there's not any hysteria going on. Or right. It's just low morale. Low morale, low energy. Um, but it's also January and it's negative like six degrees outside. With um, negative 20 below wind chill. So it uh, this, that's pretty normal for this time of year. Uh, February is when everybody really starts getting stir crazy. And then we'll have a couple fake springs. And then we'll get real spring in like, I don't know, end of May, early June, something like that. Yeah, so. it can snow all the way up until May. We, we've had uh, snow all the way until like May 15th, around there, before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last two Aprils, there were blizzards around um, the middle of April. Uh, one of them, there was a blizzard that time I ran that um, ultra marathon. I know, that was the only time you've ever quit. And the one year you did it in a blizzard, but it wasn't bad enough for them to call it quits. Yeah. And you did the And then the one thing. year they just straight up canceled it because it was... It, well, that's because I think it was, they were impending a very bad one. Yeah. Like the one that they had to cancel and they figured, well, you know, why even make people get up and come? Because it starts like in the night, right? Yeah, the one that I ran starts at midnight and goes until you finish. But it's in the middle of the woods on a bluff. And it, it started snowing around like 9 p.m. or so. And by the time of the race start, it was already like six inches of snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. And normally it takes me about three hours to do one 17-mile loop. But it took me like almost six hours to complete one loop. And by the end, I was so soaked and freezing and uh, to the point of almost frostbite with my f- feet that I had to quit for safety reasons like... There's no way I could have continued on. Well, and on. it was only like 15 minutes after you were like, I'm done, that they were like, okay, yep, everybody go home, basically. Yeah, they said the only way to, you're going to stay is if you already have like warm stuff in your vehicle and it's safer to stay in your vehicle. Um, the only... Yeah, but they didn't continue the actual race. No, the, they, they, they didn't allow things. anyone to keep going unless they were already out on the trail. Um, but... So a lot of people did finish that race, actually, 100 milers and 50 milers. So that's uh, pretty intense. So kudos to all those who finished that. Yeah, because it's a it, wild blizzard in April. Really, really kudos to them because you don't quit for shit. You know, like you just don't no. quit. Like you will be in the worst situation ever. Like that one time your whole fucking beard was icicles I know. and frozen. And your eyes were like frozen <laughs> and you were like, yeah, it's fine. Like didn't even care. So it has to be really bad for him to be like, yeah, this isn't safe. Well, I could have kept going, but my main concern was that I was wearing these shoes, um, which these are. Oh yeah. They're super thin, like <laughs> like paper thin. These are like New Balance, um, super minimalistic uh, running shoes and they're not meant to be what get wet. So... Um, if I would have had some boots on, I probably could have go- kept going. But... Yeah, but running in boots doesn't sound very conducive. But No, no, that's kind of a downer. Anyway, let's get back <laughs> to the topic here. Anyway, uh, that's enough of the I don't know. I don't and... know who this motherfucker is either. So Yeah, so who is Anthony Quinn Warner? Do you know, Just I'm just going to say the name. Do you know who that is off nope. the top of your head? Nope, I have no clue. Never heard it before in my life. <laughs> okay, Anthony Quinn Warner... Is he the guy that just recently, uh, um, the fuck did he do? That weird black guy that nobody would say was black in all the newspaper things? No, 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 no. Not no. that guy? No, that's a different guy. Okay, then that I literally... That was the Waukesha am... thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, no, Yeah, I literally that. don't know then. No. 
So Anthony Quinn Warner was the alleged suspect who um, detonated his uh, camper in Nashville in a suicide bombing on December 25th, 2020. Oh, was that that guy that was like, we watched that video where it was just like an empty like city square and it was like a recording of a lady like, please move. Yeah. There will be damage, blah, blah, blah. There yeah, will you be have, an explosive. You have three minutes to exit the area right. or uh, whatever. And it was really eerie because there was like nobody around it. I don't yeah, know it they, was a really freaky video actually. It was because it was like post-apocalyptic something. That's just the way, that's just the vibe of the video because it's like a city square with all these big buildings, but there's no life around whatsoever. And then just this, yeah, this camper van thing there. And then this recording that would play every so often. And it was just creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who Anthony Quinn Warner is. Uh, the very first thing that strikes me about this guy um, with knowing nothing and just reading the name, his name is Anthony Quinn Warner. Why do virtually every um, strange either lone gunman like Patsy basically or Patsy or whoever have three names have they always use three names for for the person um, yeah like what is this 1990 Harvey, again and got Jonathan Taylor Thomas and all the famous people yes uh, Lee Harvey Oswald um, Sirhan 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 I think the one who killed um, he was either John Lennon or uh, Bobby Kennedy, I can't remember, but a, a lot of them have three names, and I know that no one ever says my name with my three names ever, mm-hmm. and they never have in my whole life, not even my mom. So why does the news media, um, in some cases, classify these people with their three names? This is just a theory and a dumb one, but I just want to throw it out there because I find it amusing slightly. It, like sometimes. I don't do this, but like a lot of my friends do when their kids are in trouble, they're like, blah, blah, blah. And they use their three names as like, yeah, because then they know they're in trouble. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) How dare you fucking whatever it is that you're doing. Stop putting boogers in your brother's hair, whatever. Yeah. But so maybe it's like the government being like the mom, like Anthony Quinn Warner. How dare you blow up a van? Oh, my God. You know, maybe something. Maybe it's like a way of punishment or something. I don't know. My theory is that it's three, and threes um, are the symbolic. Yeah. Threes are are what you need for a spell. Mm-hmm. So that's why they they often do like hypnotism. Usually uses everything in threes, like uh, abracadabra something or uh, there's three slogans like see something. Uh, hear something, see something, say something, or, um, what are some other three? Oh, uh, stop the spread, uh, social distance, wear the mask. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. it's always three things because you need three things in hypnotism to put your mind into a suggestive state. Mm -hmm. I I think that's, um, the theory behind the three, the threes. Mm -hmm. So my, my theory uh, is of why they always classify these people with their three names is that this is a this either never happened or it's maybe a um a a spell that they're doing on you and that's why they need the three names because sometimes it's not three names like uh daryl brooks 
I think is the guy from Waukesha. That's not three names. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any. But other. he's also black, so maybe there's like a different thing because everybody gets treated differently. Yeah, that's true. For some reason, like they won't even say that guy's name. Like we had to search and search and search and search. Yeah. And there's like one article that had his name in it. Yeah, like, it was like and they wouldn't th- say that he two was... or three days until the all the the mainstream media actually said who it was and had a picture of the guy. Right, and that's the other thing too, like. Um, like they just refused to say that he was black. And first of all, that doesn't matter in any capacity. But if typically they're constantly saying their name and constantly saying the color of their skin, you know, when they're white, whatever, because then, then they're like white supremacists and they're white Nazis, blah, 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 you know, whatever. But this, they wouldn't say anything about the guy. And it was really bizarre. So yeah, yeah. so maybe there's like a difference or something, you know, on the other side, you know, the elite side or the people who were in control of this bullshit. Maybe there's like a difference. Maybe that's possible. Um, but yeah, that's my, my theory on the three name thing that they use the three names when they're signifying that they need to put you into a suggestive frame of mind. Uh, so that's why they say the three names, Anthony Quinn, Warner, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's all speculation and hearsay. I'm just I'm just assuming. So this guy, Anthony Quinn Warner, um, allegedly drove his camper van to Nashville and sometime in the morning around like 6 a.m. or so. So it's deserted. It's Christmas Day. No one is out. Hardly anyone is out at, uh, on, at 6 a.m. on Christmas Day. So he's just in this downtown area and before the bomb goes off, there is a strange recording before the blast. And um, also, I never heard this uh, initially, that during be- before the uh, warning voice started playing, like the whatever. The mm-hmm. the thing we were talking yeah, about already. Before though. that started playing, the, the song Downtown was being played by P- Petula Clark. You know the song Downtown? Yeah. Downtown. Blah, 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 blah. Downtown. Yeah, so it, it it was kind of weird. It was kind of a weird. That is creepy because it's, it's almost a creepy song anyway. Yeah. Like. So I I looked up um like well why would you pick that song? I'm just trying to think. Why you, would you pick did that? Did you listen song? to the lyrics? Did yeah, you look so, at the lyrics? Yeah. So I looked up the lyrics and um, and I I never knew who sung the song. You know, so mm-hmm. I just typed it in and I found an article that singer Petula Clark speaks out about downtown being played before Nashville bombing. Um, why this one? And she claims that she, uh, that this song is not negative at all and that it's, um, it's loved by, by thousands and by millions and that the song is, is, um, is, is a up, uplifting and joyful song. Um, I would disagree personally. I don't like that song. It, creeps me out a little bit and especially in the way it was used that was already a creepy setting and I feel like there's already a movie that they play that during a creepy portion of the movie and maybe that's why I just correlate that with creepy but still I don't know I would disagree I don't find it to be a fun uplifting song there's just something about it that I dislike well to me to me the song is kind of like what do you do when you're going downtown I mean why why would you want to go downtown as a Young adult, what's downtown? If I was gonna go downtown, 
I mean, in my head, I picture myself being younger and going out to party, like going out right, to right. drink and yeah. meet up with my girlfriends and like have a good fucking time. Right. Know? That's what I mean. So when I read the lyrics, uh, the whole song is basically about going downtown where that's where the party's at downtown where mm-hmm. all the lights are bright. The music's playing. Um, there's alcohol flowing. Yep. It, it's pr- basically the the place you want to go for sin, really, mm-hmm. to to um, mess up your uh, whatever you got going on. It's a place to go. But is for that. that is that how the song, like the lyrics? I've never looked up the lyrics. Is that how the lyrics are kind no, of portraying no, it? No, no, or that's really. just your no. opinion. That's my, my interpretation. Oh, okay, it's it's just I when I started reading the lyrics, it got me thinking like, oh yeah, I if you want to party. All the partying happens, at least not all of it, but a good portion of any city has a downtown area. And on in the downtown area, there's always bars, um, nightclubs, restaurants, strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, you Sometimes name it. little indoor casinos. Like, yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. In Germany, there's casinos, uh, all kinds of different types of things. So if you're going downtown, you're going there. To get get, get wasted and mm-hmm. then who knows what might happen. Right. Pretty much, you, and you're being put in a in a altered state of consciousness when you go downtown, because your home is much different than the uh, the vibration of of what's happening downtown. Right. Um. So that's what I uh, kind of took away from. Um. It, it's weird. It's a weird song, and it is a kind of a, a depressing kind of song because. As you get older, you realize that going downtown is not really that is not going to fulfill you mm-hmm. uh, perpetually. the the only It's only going to temporarily make you happy for a, a small period of time. But if you never change your ways and never go to another state of consciousness, and you keep going downtown up until your fifties, sixties, seventies, what? Where what are you running from and or and what are you trying to find that you yeah, need to you go down, for? that you need to go downtown to find it? Like, right, I see. I you know I wonder <laughs> that now because even in like I'd say like the last year of my real partying stage of life, which really wasn't that long ago, it was no, no. realistically up until I got diagnosed. Honestly, yeah. But even that last year, like I wasn't even doing it for myself anymore. It was because you know, one or two of my friends still were really wanting to go out. And it's like, well, I didn't want to miss out on that, you know, and, but I just didn't have the, the desire. Like sometimes if they could get me to drink enough, sure. Eventually I'd slip into the, all right, yeah, let's yeah, go after full enough throttle. Shots. Yeah. Enough shots and you're down for whatever. Yeah. But even then I was like, man, this is just ain't for me anymore. Like it's not fun. Um, it's, it happens too fucking often for it to be enjoyable for me. And then the older I get, I'm having longer and longer hangovers. So in the end there, it was like four days of feeling like shit. And I was like, this just ain't worth it, you know? Right. And But also, you had already passed the point of going downtown. Right, because yeah. Because you, you, you were just going to... The, there. This is no way considered downtown. This is just Wisconsin, the bar. You know, right, oh this yeah. This is a, a rural bar. This right. is not like I can't going remember up the, to the city. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't remember the last time... We went to the cities to like really get fucked up. That's before you know? I met you. I we never did that. Well, yeah. we did it for like bachelorette parties and stuff, but you know. But we would never. That was like a special occasion. We would never go like you know what? Let's go 
to Minneapolis oh, on no. Friday I was, night. Like, right, I was done I, with that I, long ago. never would have crossed ago. my mind, you know. Right, long ago was I done with that style of partying phases. Because, yeah, I, I think the last time was, we were probably together, but you were still in Germany. Yeah. But I think I went up to the cities, like, you know, to, like, the gay 90s or something like that with one of my girlfriends or something, or Valentino's maybe. But, yeah, the nightclub phase was definitely long. And then that was really short-lived for me. I maybe did that for, like, I don't know, a year or two yeah. of that type of partying. And that was only like, I don't know, a handful of times ever. Because I greatly more like the little dive bars that like nobody goes to. Yeah, they're much or, more enjoyable. Right, that are more laid back where you can sing karaoke. You still can dance and yeah, have a good play time. play darts. Um, play darts, yeah. Get some And even, even now, like I don't even like drinking at home now. Like, you know, it went right. from all that to I don't really give a shit about any style of partying, it's just not for me. Right. So when I was looking up this um, topic and uh, learned about the song being in there and then looked into the song, it got me thinking about all these things. And then it started make, making a little bit more sense. Like this guy, Anthony Quinn Warner, was like, I believe he was 56 years old when the... No, he was 63 when the bombing... Kind of looks like my mom's boyfriend a little bit. Except with long hair. Yeah, a little bit, kind of. Um, but anyway, if this song is being played and by this guy who's 63 years old, he is so far past the downtown phase of life that... Well, maybe he only played it because he stationed the camper van thing in downtown. Maybe, maybe. You know? Uh, who knows? There's, There's no way to know. The only thing about it is that it's weird and creepy. Um, <laughs> it's a weird song to pick before you blow the shit out of yourself to Kingdom Come and take out a majority of the block you're on. Oh, so he... Okay, I... He's, sit, he's in the van. Yeah, I'm, I'm retarded. I guess I, I missed that part where you said that, you know... A suicide bombing. I didn't even... Yeah, so he drove his, his camper van to downtown Nashville and sat in it and... And play, blew himself and up. And blew himself up inside the, the van as well and played that song and that warning. It probably lasted for 20 minutes. The, the song, because I believe it was on a loop, like the song plus the warning right? till it finally counted down all the way. Detonated, yeah. What... Uh, and he didn't leave like a note or anything to explaining why no. he chose to do this? No. So this this is the thing that disturbs me about this case is this is very similar to all these mass things. There was um, no deaths in this um, incident. It was only uh, property damage. and Well, obviously he wouldn't want people to get hurt or he wouldn't have warned people. Well, that, that's what I mean. It's The whole thing about it is odd. It's it is strange. weird. Like, why would he go down there to commit suicide in this fashion with no note explaining why he did it this way? Obviously, didn't want to hurt anyone else. Right. But made, like, this big spectacle. Like, what? Typically, people who are doing a suicide bombing are doing it for political... It's usually for terrorist reasons. They're, they're yeah, but then they don't normally care if they kill other people. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, what was the point of his bombing and um there's only speculation so the only thing that like popped into my head was that because he did it on christmas day mm-hmm. um I, I, none of the little things kind of go into this but to me it's almost like 
maybe he wants people to be reminded like, hey, Christmas isn't about this these fucking gifts. It's not about all these things or whatever. Like, it's about people or something. Like, maybe it was to, like, throw off everybody's Christmas to be like, okay, obviously there's bigger things we need to be concerning ourselves with, you know, than my new uh, iPod or wh- whatever the fuck people buy these days. Yeah. You know? Um, or something. I don't know. That's the only thing that really pops into my head as a possible theory because he, in, it seems like he didn't want anyone to hurt. Um, and it just seems so random to not leave a note saying like, I'm doing this because of Biden getting in office or whatever the situation is or was, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of weird and, um, he didn't leave a note or anything. And the only, it's only speculation. Why? And the, what the mainstream media um, used as a reason uh, for the bombing was that he had a he was against 5G and he thought 5G was giving people COVID and that he wanted to destroy um, 5G by um, apparently where he um, blew the camper van up. His it RV. Was AT&T, AT&T, it was right? outside of an ANT building. AT&T. AT&T. And after he blew that up, they did lose um, internet uh, and phone for like 24 hours or something like that. Because where he blew it up, it was a main hub for the um, the internet and the phone. Uh, it, it was like a junction, a big junction box area mm-hmm. where a, a lot of the lines were being tied in to feed a lot of areas. Or maybe just hates AT&T because I have a lot of friends who had AT&T and they fucking hated it. So <laughs> maybe who knows? Um, but yeah, there's, there's no real, um, explanation as to why he did it to this day. And the only explanation they give is basic. It, it's basically a, uh, they're painting this guy as a crazy conspiracy theorist is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're, um, that's or, it. Or was there something else that happened on Christmas Day that the government didn't want us paying attention to, so they tied this motherfucker up and threw him in there and did all this? Maybe. Maybe. Who mm-hmm. knows? Was he even there? Uh, does he even exist? Yeah. Is this guy real? I have no clue who this guy is. This could be... If, uh, how, how do I know if this photo is of a real person? I have no idea. Because right, just... that's a pretty shitty picture, and nowadays we got technology to take way better pictures than that, you know? So... Yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the the song was that jumped out to me was that Petula Clark, she wrote downtown at she wrote it when she was thirty three years old, <laughs> and when the bombing happened on, De- on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty, she was eighty eight. So just the double numbers. Just the double numbers, you know. Mm-hmm. She obviously she most likely reached fame because of this song. Mm-hmm. At the age of 33, mm-hmm. uh, as as everyone listening to this knows about the number 33, um, it's it's a number. Uh, we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. And 33 is the age and the uh, meaning of lots of things, and uh, also Jesus's age was 33 when he was crucified. But there's something about 33 and double numbers. For sure. Right. So it just popped out to me that she was 33 when she di- when she recorded the song 
and 88 when the bombing happened. Obviously, I'm not in any way speculating that she has anything <laughs> to do with any anything of, like that. It's just, um, as, as, as far as I can tell, there doesn't seem to be anything that is a coincidence in any way. And Right, so even if she has nothing to do with this, maybe it is some sort of like divine something t tying all these pieces together. Right. That's what I'm learning on my life journey, you know, is that like even if it doesn't necessarily make sense, all these weird little things will eventually like tie together and you'll, when looking back later, you're going to go, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, look at all this. Like, just like Derek and I's history, like a lot of weird number things line up, years, dates. Yep. Um, weird life happenstances and stuff. So it could just be that, you know, some sort of divine something happened this way, to, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I really don't know, but I just wrote it down because it, it popped out to me. Anytime I see a 33, I um, write it down. Um, another thing I found odd about this case is this guy, uh, Anthony Quinn Warner. He was kind of a obscure guy, not, not much um, information about him. No one really said much about him, but before he died, he sent a letter to a woman identified as Michelle L. Swing, in which he had some cryptic language. This, uh, he sent like a whole treasure trove of, or no, they found a bunch of um, writings of his. No, no, they didn't find it. He mailed a bunch, I think, to a friend of his or... An to her? No, or... uh, someone else. Okay. And in that, uh, those letters that he sent, uh, there was a bunch of conspiracy theory type shit in there. Mm -hmm. Like uh, lizard people, um, 5G, blah, blah, blah. The classic ones. But he also sent a letter to this Michelle L. Swing in which he has some weird language that he uses in, in the letter. And for some reason, the mainstream media... They said they, they weren't going to say anything that he wrote because they didn't want to fuel conspiracy theories, but they did mention this. Um, the attic has plywood. So this is him to this Michelle Swing. Um, this is the only excerpt they gave in the, in the mainstream media outlets. Uh, he wrote, The attic has plywood and lighting. Take a look. The basement is not normal. Take a look. Woof, woof, Julio. Hmm. Uh, when I read that and looked at it a few times, I'm not a cryptologist, but this seems like a code. Yeah, like he's trying to hint at somebody something. Like the the fact that he re, re, repeats "take a look" two times, mm -hmm. and then "woof woof Julio." It's almost like is this written backwards, backwards, or is this, um. Are the letters corresponding to different numbers, or you know, mm -hmm. this seems like this could be a crypt cryptography um, statement that means something else. Who knows? But I found it odd. Um, but this woman, Michelle L. Swing, he had also given two homes to this woman. He that he owned that he owned. Mm -hmm. He gave them to her through um, like a will like a trust, just gave it to her. Okay. And she claims to have n not known who this person is. Like she, At all? Yeah. She has, she, she claimed she does not know who this guy is. 
And he just, he transferred a home in 2019 and right before the bombing again in 2020. Um, this woman, Michelle Swing, is, she was a, or is a young music industry executive um, out of Nashville. Or no, she, she has ties to Nashville, but she actually lives in California, I believe. Um, she has ties to Antioch, Tennessee, which Warner last lived prior to that. Um, but he gave her not one, but two homes. And she just said, no, like, I don't want it. And gave him back, basically. But then in the questioning of like, why did like, why did this guy give you, um, Anything. Like, why, 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 who, who leaves the house to someone at random that they don't know? Right. And he would have to have a name in which to write down all this stuff. So how did he get her name? How did he find her? Right. So Swing is believed to have told the investigators that she never met Warner, but had spoke to him a week before Thanksgiving. And that, um, since her connection with the suspected Nashville bomber has been made public, Swing has wiped clean her online footprint, deleting her LinkedIn and Facebook accounts. Despite this, there are some details about her the media was able to pick up before the accounts were deleted. Um, before all the accounts were deleted, uh, they um, found that she lived about 160 mile, 165 miles away from Nashville, that she studied marketing and business in Knoxville, and that she moved to California in 2012 to San Francisco where she worked as a project manager for live music and festival solutions. But there's no mention as to how she possibly could have known this guy. And, um, yeah. Like, does she explain how she talked to him a week before Thanksgiving? Like, did Mm -hmm. she bump into him at the grocery store and they just, you know, they were strangers or whatever to me, just again, a theory, um, she looks about the right age to be his kid. You know, what if he knows that that's his kid, but she doesn't know that or something, you know? Yeah, so that is one of the theories. Um, Because she does kind of, I mean, I could see potentially how she could be his kid looks-wise. Right. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. um, And she looked like, I mean, right about the right age for that as well. Yeah, that, that is a possibility. It's just kind of weird. And... The mainstream media and there's never been an answer as to what what's up with all this. And when they tried to question this Michelle Swing about what's going on with these houses and like how the hell does she know this guy? um, That um, she was questioned by the FBI, but that the FBI claimed told her that 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 was that was it to not talk anymore to the media or give any more interviews of any kind just that um, why why would it matter if she doesn't know him and just say i don't know him i don't don't know know him i don't know him you know know, like why would it matter why would the fbi tell her to keep quiet i don't know that's that's the thing i don't i don't understand um she declined to say whether she had ever met or whether she had family links to him adding i've been told to direct anything else to the fbi so, uh, apparently, the FBI probably interviewed her or has some sort of 
mm-hmm. something going on with her. But as far as making that public, it's never been made public as to who she really is, mm-hmm. if she's his kid, or what the nature of that is. The only thing that they can see is that he for sure gave two houses to her mm-hmm. at random, seemingly at random, which is it's just a little bit odd. And with that in conjunction with the letter and the, like, what was he trying to leave her in the house is, like, with the letter. Yeah, it's obviously like a code of some kind. Like, to me, if I were breaking it down just reading that, I would go to the attic. You know, it has plywood and lighting. So I would look, I would take apart wherever there's plywood and lighting and look behind it, most likely. Yeah. Or I would try to figure out what does plywood and lighting mean in the attic. You know what I mean? And then same for the basement. Yeah, the basement, basement is, is not, not normal. normal. Take a look. Okay, I would go to the basement yeah, and I would look. A, is there plywood and lighting down there that I need to remove? Is, is there, there a false wall that right, leads exactly. to somewhere else? Is there something hidden? Is there? And maybe is, there's a, a, you know, maybe there's a picture of a dog or something that you need to look for. Yeah, yeah. It's, and its name is Julio. I don't know. Yeah, it's very odd. It's strange. The it, It's very odd and strange and just... Nothing adds up to being anything that makes sense. But there's one thing for sure that happened. There was a, an explosion on mm-hmm. that day in Nashville that destroyed a shitload of buildings and knocked out the internet, the whole shebang. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And But the explanation given it just doesn't add up. Right. There's no reason why. And there's tons of weird speculatory bullshit around it which again that happens every single fucking time that we have some sort of like patsy situation going on from the government like basically anything else it's figured out immediately or even if it's not figured out immediately like they know who they're looking for they just have to you know put it out on america's most wanted or some shit but but it's usually pretty fucking cut and dry unless the government is somehow involved right and doing some shady shit that is one thing that we have seen over and over and over again. Like, they're almost making it so there will be conspiracy theories based on them doing that, you know? Yeah. Because um, that's the only time it seems to happen is when the government is somehow involved. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't make much sense. And what is the harm of releasing the information as to what happened? Like, uh, or why release it at all? If you're not going to give the whole fucking story or none of the story, you know, why, why, why do, why, why do any leave, speculation? Right. Why leave this this situation to happen at all if you're not going to have closure with it? What's the point? Yeah. Like, why speculate that he hated 5G? If you don't know that. Right? And whatever, if you have Just no say, clue. We don't know why this bombing occurred. He didn't leave a note. This is what we do know. That's it. Right. It's It doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. And it fits the narrative of um, so many other types of these events that, that are similar. Mm-hmm. He's an old white dude. Uh, he's supposed conspiracy theorist, commits a violence, violent act, um, has no ties and no seemingly no seeming motives to anything. And like, how? How is that possible? And it, it just doesn't make sense. It's, it's very similar to the... Uh, um, mass shooting in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like one of the worst mass shootings ever in history. And no explanations were ever given, like full explanations of the motive 
of why that guy yeah, did and it. How, how he got hundreds no of rounds and hun- and multiple um, weapons all the way up to that um, floor. How did he get the window? How did he shoot the window out? How did he, you know, is this like, uh, it, this doesn't make any sense, but they give you this narrative and that's it. Then then they just never talk about it again. Yep. They don't answer any questions about it. They don't want to talk about it. Nothing. The only thing that, that reminded me of this story was it was Christmas a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And on Christmas Day, uh, I was doing research trying to figure out what to do for the next few episodes. And I remember like, oh yeah, remember that bombing? I wonder what happened with that. So I started doing some research. And nothing happened after that? No, there's been no... That's it. Whatever. There was an initial story... And then they did a six-month, uh, like a local news, did a six-month thing. Like, oh, it's been six months since the bombing, blah, blah, blah. Here are the officers who were at the at the event, you know. Mm-hmm. But no further explanation or, or seemingly any sort of investigation still ongoing as to what happened or why. Um, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's weird and it's... Uh, I don't like it. It, it. it seems to be a false flag type of situation. At least that's what it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I found interesting about it was uh, there was this other guy shortly after this who allegedly mimicked the bomb threat, um, with, albeit without a bomb. This guy's name was James Turgeon, and he happened to be age 33. <laughs> He is accused of driving a truck through the Nashville-adjacent Rutherford County while broadcasting a warning similar to the one Warner played from him from his RV before the bomb exploded. Although Turgeon was said to play similar audio, officials said Turgeon and Warner appear unconnected. How do you... That doesn't make sense either. Yeah. Wait, was this the same day? Um, it was shortly after, like a couple days after that. Okay, so he had time to, like, hear of this. Yeah, thing. oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I was going to say, how did two people unrelated to each other do the same thing no, at the same time? No, it was a few days later. Okay, um, so he obviously had heard about it and was essentially a copycatting. Something, who knows, but they don't effect. They don't say. They don't give any explanation. They they never, all that, what I just read there, that's it. Oh. So I, I don't know. Who Again, know, who no, knows? No, no info. No, no info, who knows what happened, if anything happened. It's just weird. And it got me thinking, like, well, what, what are they going to do this Christmas? Luckily, nothing happened. Right. Well, that we know of, there could be stuff somewhere else that happened that yeah. we don't know about yet or something. But It's just, uh, it's freaky and weird. And um, it's just another example of uh, something that does not add up. And I would just like to know the truth or not even the truth, just an explanation as to why or what happened. Like, if I'm the uh, store owner who who has a store on the street and my business gets destroyed by a bomb, I would find it interesting as to why there it got blown up. Uh, I would just like to know, just for my own personal. Well, yeah, if they're gonna you know go through all the trouble of writing a story and whatever, either have one hundred percent the accurate story, like we don't fucking know, or do all the work, figure out the actual answer, and then do it. You know, don't just make up shit because you're like, well. Yeah, probably he, this. He hated 5G, so he blew this up. The end. Okay, on to uh, sports. Right, because there's <laughs> obviously something more to it than just the 5G since this weird shit, you know, is going on with that Michelle girl and yeah, the song. And um, like the song, stuff. the warning, the 
letters sent to this Michelle Swing, the um, the copycat thing, uh, the fact of his cryptic letter with the um, talking about the attic and the basement, and the the other information um, of Michelle saying that she was instructed not to say anything else and to direct everything else to the F FBI. And also that uh, another guy got a bunch of letters and stuff from Anthony Quinn Warner, but they never revealed what it was. They just said it was a bunch of conspiracy theory stuff, but they didn't want to reveal it because they didn't want to promote conspiracy theories. But all when you don't say what it is, or show or anything. That's what leads to conspiracy theories. It leads to theories. conspiracy theories because it's like, well, why Why not? Like, you don't have to say exactly, like, word for word. Like, if you had, like, 25,000 documents of, of this or that, you could just say generally, like, he had this or that. Um, he had a manifesto. He had something. Right. He had this Like, book he and did leave book. a note in this or, like, he wrote down the reasoning it's all in here. Yeah. We're just not going to release it to you because it's just, it's too vile and we don't right. want to or, publish yeah, it. Literally anything, you know, anything. Instead of just saying, uh, I don't know, but we're not going to tell you. Or we do but know. we have all the documents. Yeah, we do know, but we're not telling you. Yeah, we have all the documents. We're just not going to tell you because you just can't handle it. Uh, sorry. Right. Which I always <laughs> find weird because it's like the government is not our parents and every single person is different. Like... Oh, you can't handle it? Fuck you. Who are you to tell me? I'm not an infant. Yeah, I, I can handle that just again information. Proves, that just again proves that they think we're swell. So, there's that. Yeah, it's bullshit. Um, I would recommend that anyone interested in this case, just uh, look it up and do some research. The problem is, you probably aren't going to get too far because there's not that much information. I'm going to link the... Uh, uh, articles that I found in the show notes and that's pretty much it the the rest is speculation and why does it always have to come down to people like me and Tony uh, talking about things like wondering what happened why isn't the news why isn't the local Nashville news trying to find like they could easily if they if they discover this guy's identity, they could go to all of his relatives, get interviews. They could go do a. a you mean do actual journalism? Yeah, what? I mean they could do so much research what? on this guy. They could find out what happened if they wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, but they just don't. They don't do it, and it leads me to believe that a it this guy doesn't exist. This this never happened, like they say. They just blew up of their own bomb. Who knows if there was even a camper? I don't know. I mean, from the photos, it looks like it's just a big bombed area. Could have been a missile for all. It could have been a drone strike for all I know. I, I don't know. Um, so it, without any evidence or without any explanation, all you have is guess, guessing. Right. Um, Which does what? Fuels conspiracy theory. So if they didn't want that, they should just tell us. Right. Um, that's, why we, that's why we exist here on uh, Double Thought Dimension. We, we just want to know. What's going on? We're just here to question the narrative all the time. And we would like you to know about things also because I'm guessing you forgot about this. Uh, no one, I forgot about No it. one has talked about this. It, it, it seems like it would have been a story on December 25th of this year, uh, of 2021. Like, mm. remember this. 
anything, something. Right. But no information, no nothing. And we're left with uh, speculation. So that just about does it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in once again. You can find our website at doublethoughtdimension.com. You can find our Instagram at DT underscore Miracle Monday. You can find our podcasts on anywhere on Apple, Spotify, you name it. I personally use AntennaPod. You can use, uh, it's on Stitcher. It's on Google, I think even. Pretty much anything. Um, you can also go to our website. And, so there's no excuses, guys. No yeah, excuses now. You can listen any way, any way you choose. Uh, or you can, you can go directly to our website and just click on the on the episode and listen to it straight off of that if you want. Um, any way you want is fine. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you're the one listening, so it's up to you. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah. Um, we'll see you next week, I guess. We'll see you next week. And just try to stay, stay alert, stay alive. And uh, remember, if you're hearing this transmission, you are the resistance. Thank you.